Um, today feels like a fever dream. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. See, the thing that sucks is I don't know how to feel. And the only person that knows how I should feel is Nicole at the end of 2025. Recording from New York and Los Angeles, your hosts, Nicole Katz and Brianna Klein, are lined up on the grid for this week's Gridwalk. Engines are fired up, ready to broadcast to you every Thursday on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and more. Subscribe, like the video, turn on auto downloads, and leave a review to provide us with a fresh set of tires. It's lights out and away we go on this week's Gridwalk. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I will insert now us recording our Andretti add-on last night and me scrolling through my Twitter feed to pull an Andretti quote and stumbling upon the first report of this and us both going, nah. Listening, I probably sound a little bit different because we are recording this Wednesday evening because Andretti and F1 news has occurred and it couldn't happen the day before when we and then F1 and Liberty Media were like, all right, time to shut them up. But I can't believe this is going to happen 20... Um, hold on. Uh, time out for a second. Hmm. Is there more news? What else now? Um, why is my entire feed talking about Lewis Hamilton to Ferrari? I don't want to... What? 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 Okay. No, I mean, like, we're not including this in yeah, the episode. No, I just, yeah. like, I'm sorry. I opened my Twitter to pull the quote, and, like, the first, like, six posts were, like, Lewis to Ferrari. Nah, it's just the Italian media being the Italian media, and you're, like, throwing in... Yeah, we have the whole thing of you Googling this, and we're like, no. No. That's probably yeah. not happening. Um, and then we continued to talk about Andretti, and then I woke up this morning, and the first thing that I saw was that Mercedes was having a meeting to announce that Lewis was leaving and Brianna was still asleep because we are on different sides of the country. And I felt like my world was melting while Brianna was still asleep. I woke up to so many text messages and notifications from you. And I think the first one I saw was like one of the ones where you were just screaming with no context at all. Yeah. Which so could be anything. I went, yeah. So I went to bed thinking this was laughable, a joke, something like, must be just another one of those like Ferrari off-season things. How many times over the years have we heard rumors of Lewis to Ferrari or insert driver name to Ferrari that you wouldn't expect and they really don't pan out? I mean, we had so, this conversation about Lewis like oh, less than four months ago. Right. <laughs> like right before his Mercedes contract was announced, only five months ago, Nicole. I'm like real time processing this still. So like us recording this is also still making it very real. And I just still can't get like the image of Lewis in a Ferrari race suit out of my brain as not a fan edit anymore. Right. The photo they posted of the 2025 lineup with Charles and Lewis, I genuinely, like my immediate reaction was that must be a fan edit. No, that's actually the world. The timeline we are now on is one where Taylor Swift is going to the Super Bowl and Lewis Hamilton is going to drive for Ferrari. Like there's, there's a lot. Of, like, <laughs> no, I, nah, this is like, I, April Fools in February, <laughs> I think. 
I don't, this is still something I totally did not believe that was going to happen. I thought that Lewis was going to be full career at Mercedes and his career at Mercedes do then like an administrative role in Mercedes have equity in Mercedes. It's Mercedes or die. It's not going to be Ferrari, even though that would be a fun time to watch. Over the course of this surprise bonus pod, we'll we'll get into like all the details and all the different angles to look at this. But where I've landed on after going through multiple stages of uh, like grief and depression and acceptance, and I've been through like every stage about three times today, is I'm a Lewis Hamilton fan, and if Lewis Hamilton wants to go drive for a Ferrari, then Forza Ferrari. I'm currently in all red in a 44 hat with red lipstick on. I I always wanted to be a Ferrari girl and didn't feel like I could. And now Louis, oh my God, this is going to really mess up my driver rankings. I, oh my God, Charles, I'm so sorry. <gasps> Hedel, I know. oh no. I'm in such that belief of you can't be rooting for two drivers at the same team because it just doesn't make any sense. Wow. Oh, wow. This is a realization that I also just had. Oh my god! Okay, we gotta just like get into the specific topics because there's so much I want to talk to you about. Please, ah! Yes. Oh my god. Oh my. Okay. So- I think we need to start at the confusing timeline of all this happening, where Lewis Hamilton's contract extension was announced. That doesn't mean it was signed, but it was announced. I believe August 31st, if not like very much at the end of August, it was announced as a multi-year contract with Mercedes for two years. I don't even believe we actually even knew about the fact that he had an opt-out out after one year. We knew no, that this No, but I put... think people make that assumption. I feel like, yeah, kind of like what we were talking about in today's episode, huh? Is like, <laughs> the, as drivers, there's like the different opt-outs and things. And look, right. Lewis has so many cards, so I right. feel like, I, yeah. And it was like a really big emotional announcement from Mercedes and Lewis was very much like, I'm a Mercedes driver. And I don't really like, I'm kind of one to take Lewis at his word. So something from that moment to fast forward five months later on February 1st, we're getting an announcement. And apparently you told Toto yesterday on the 31st that he is now going to, after one year, go drive for Ferrari. No, I I believe that, of course, things happened before this five-month period that, like, maybe set things up for an uneasy foundation, so we could talk about that, too. But how did this go so badly in five months? I, 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 I like, don't know. I, like... I... The where we were, and I'm sure people have listened, or if you're new, you can probably go back and find it. Our episode after the contract extensions were announced, and we're like, This is so great! This is fabulous! Like, we have time to see like Lewis at Silverstone, and he's not gonna retire. And this means that he has faith in Mercedes, and suddenly the faith is gone. There is no faith <laughs> in that car. I mean, how many times did you see on your timeline today, like? the retweet of Lewis in the blurred out photo and being like, he sat in the, like he may have sat in the car once and was like, Fred, 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 Fred. Yada. Yeah. Hey bud. Remember me? (laughs) Um, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's like, there's two avenues and it's probably a combination of both. There's probably the belief in how competitive Mercedes can be. And then there's probably interpersonal, dynamics in there as well so Mm -hmm. like going down the avenue you started us on with the car performance 
there's too many reports about out there right now that I can't keep like what is real and what is fake straight. So I'm not going to like talk about if you're seeing on your timeline, people say like, oh, it was because of this engineer or this thing or that. And I'm like, I don't know. Right now I'm in the this was announced today. I don't know stage. But I am sure that there's some element in there of Lewis feels like he's at the end of his career. And if he doesn't see that Mercedes is on the path to win races and win championships anytime soon, I, I, that car performance is a reasonable assumption. Yeah. Um, and I was reading back. I mean, the one set of quotes that I was the most nervous to read today were from Toto. And then after we got them, then a lot of the articles were referring back to, you know, comments that he made, I think it was like March of last year, talking about how, you know, he would respect Lewis's decision if the car isn't going to a place and, you know, maybe that could be, I just like definitely not right now, but maybe in like a year or two. And like, that's, I never really took it as fact, but I just can't, it's very difficult for me to see any other reason I mean, I guess like animosity and things like, but you don't see that. So anything that we can like logically see like on track, like not taking the personal like speculation assumptions into it in relationships with the team, I just can't see Lewis making this move unless the car is not going to get him number nine, eight, whatever, nine, I'm going to say. Yeah, I think it's that if things interpersonal relationships were bad but the car was going to be fast i don't think lewis would care he would make it work like if him and toto were on the fritz or if the team wasn't going down his ideal direction or if they were favoring george too much or like whatever the dispute was or he felt like it was i'm sure he could make it work for a car that's fast yeah because it's in the end, that's the priority. Like right. he's a winner. He's the goat. He wants to like win. That's, he wants to win. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where he's gonna go. Uh, it. My brain is fritzing right now of it. Be like it's Ferrari. I just like. I, I, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's talk about like. There's like a couple things like why Ferrari that are like, worth discussing here. Like one. We know Red Bull's not an option. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, although today I suddenly feel like anything is possible, but like, no, well, that's yes. really not an option for yeah. so many of the obvious reasons. Yeah, but I think we sh- let's lay out a couple obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. One, I don't think Max would want to be in the same car as Lewis. Even though Lewis has said by the way when we talked in the episode again that came out today like the normal thursday gridwalk episode we were like both like yeah lando's not that guy by the way this is why because our driver is that guy he's like yeah put me up against charlotte Leclerc. i'll do it whatever i'll do it uh, but yeah so i don't think max actually would want to go against lewis um practically lewis and max want different things out of cars so i don't actually think logistically for a team it would be like putting admittedly a much faster checo in the car but for like preferences him and max are very different drivers Um, within the like we're all very fast (laughs) and like we're dealing with like (laughs) like minuscule differences um and i mean christian horner was a pr merchant of like another level like, I don't. Right. There, I, I don't believe there's any respect there for Lewis there's to not, actually yeah, drive for Red Bull. There's too many nasty, horrible things that have been right. said and done, and it's yeah. Right. For 
he's leaving Mercedes, which leaves only one other dominant like team that could compete for a championship on the grid. Um, and if you haven't heard this rant from me, blah, 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 I don't, I believe you have to be a works team in order to <laughs> compete for a championship in modern F1. And Aston Martin is a while away from being the Honda works team. And Alpine doesn't count because they're a disaster. And stake is come is going to become Audi, uh, but that's still a couple years away. So if Lewis, there, so there's only three teams that could technically compete for a championship right now that have the ability and the infrastructure and the engine and all of that. He's leaving Mercedes. He can't go to Red Bull. So of course, his only option is actually Ferrari. The why Ferrari? Like you can talk about the relationship with Fred. You can talk about all this yeah. stuff. But like, if Lewis was ever going to leave Mercedes, this was the option and the only option. <laughs> Right. And it makes sense for him to do it in 2025. So then you could at least get that one year of helping to develop whatever's going on in 2026. So right. if it's like setting him up for what we're being told again, and everything is made up and the points don't matter, AKA contracts in F1 <laughs> that Lewis, that Lewis has signed a multi-year contract with Ferrari, which we're all just like, ah, at least two, means. at least two, because that's more than one and one can't be multi. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it it yes. was it was the only option and it, it it is if he didn't make the move when he's going to i think it would just make that hunt for that championship like so much more harder it would be harder it would take longer it would just not be the most efficient way to become a world championship driver yeah it doesn't mean that it's gonna work out but if he clearly thinks Mercedes he clearly thinks Mercedes isn't setting itself up and the 2026 regulation reset is going to be a reset but I think it's still gonna it's supposed to still be in this ground effect era so I completely understand if Lewis is like we're going into year three and you all still don't get this regulations I need to go somewhere else he has a relationship with Fred I like it it weirdly does make sense even though I spent the last 24 hours going what is going on what is happening? And then you're trying to find like any sort of like little bit of like, oh yeah. It's also just really funny now, like going, if listening to our episode today and being like, well, what's the multi-year extension for Charles and Lando? A really good move. I would love to know how they feel right now. Does Lando be like, yo, bro, now there's a seat. Or Charles is like, no, I still believe Charles is like Ferrari only. I don't know any other teams that happen. But I did he hear a report from Charles's team today that, again, uh, asterisks here that I didn't like triple validate. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> I'm sorry if this is wrong. And in a day like today, there's been so much information. Uh, but uh, I believe that Charles said he re-signed with Ferrari knowing that this was happening. Yeah, I did see that as well. And I also saw that, like, Carlos has known for a couple of weeks and different things like that. So I just am going to believe that so i sleep better at night and whatever but wow wow 12 hours ago or 24 hours ago we were like haha that's a funny you know ta italian media you you say the darndest things and ha 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 and now we're here and wow i wonder how wow. george feels he's probably like, ecstatic I I know. All I was going to say, I really do is be the number one driver. And he I just, feel like he's... he has to be so hyped. But then at the same time, I would be like, huh, Lewis is jumping ship. 
I'm going to ignore that that's probably because he doesn't believe in the car and think it's because I'm better and he's scared of me right. is what, how I would uh, try to cope with that and not think about, oh, no, I'm I'm this is now the car I will have to drive. Uh, wow. Wow. I now just feel like any kind of like earth shattering news that happens in my life is just going to be told via you to me from you seeing a tweet about it. I'm not going to find out when Reputation Taylor version drops from Taylor Swift. I'm going to find out because we're going to be on the phone and you're going to open Twitter and you're going to see it. Well, what makes it even better is that when we're recording, you use your phone as a camera, so you can't be on Twitter. So in between segments, when I'm on my phone, just like checking up on things, <laughs> you're like, what's happening? You gotta tell me about the, about the world, because I'm like a Victorian child and can't communicate. So it's a woman whose iPad is literally right in front of her. Oh yeah, I actually do have. Okay, so this is, but this is a season two development. We didn't have this prior to yeah. this. We're marketing nerds. And so some of the fun of this is like, do you think when Monster Energy left Mercedes at the end of last season that this was coming then? Because he wasn't leaving, they weren't leaving Lewis. And Ferrari, I don't believe, has re-upped with Celsius. <laughs> and That's definitely <laughs> what I think it is. And then it that solidified in my brain when that, now looking back on it, when George was announced as a global ambassador for Tommy Hilfiger, and it wasn't like they were saying Lewis wasn't, but they were saying that like George is following in like Lewis's footsteps of becoming a global ambassador for Tommy Hilfiger, like probably because soon Lewis won't be able to. Yeah, but at the time, I just felt like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Like, sign both Mercedes drivers. Like, like George has now been at the team for long enough that they're gonna sign him. And like, yeah, I, I have one big marketing question out of this. Very, it is very publicly known that Ferrari drivers are not allowed to have their own merchandise. And if plus 44 isn't allowed to continue, I will revolt. If plus 44 can't continue, if suddenly Lewis has to wear like really atrocious, like Ferrari, oh my God, is, is Lewis going, is Lewis going to look like a McDonald's employee? No, like I, (laughs) once a year at Monza. I'm putting, oh my God, he's going to look like a minion on a banana. I am convinced that Lewis, including his contracts, just like we were saying that like, you know, as drivers get better and they get smarter and they have opt outs and things like that. I need to, in order to let myself sleep at night, believe that one of his like clauses is I still get to wear my clothes. I still get to be the fashionista baby girl that I am and rock my paddock fits because that is who I am. If he's suddenly wearing a Ferrari polo every single weekend, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to show up and I, I riot. I don't know. I like, I'll write a letter, start a campaign. We'll do something. There's, there's two directions my brain is taking this right now. One, do you remember last year when all of a sudden Charles started to like sort of kind of wear the merch that line that he had to disband, but then he like started wearing it again and we all took it as a sign of maybe Charles was leaving Ferrari. What if it's actually that Ferrari's opening things up again? Like that's a possibility. Um, and not again, opening it up for the first time. Uh, right. I also just think whether or not Charles Leclerc can do whatever he wants, Lewis Hamilton is the sport. Like the amount of times people today is like, no one's bigger than Ferrari. Guess who's bigger than Ferrari? Lewis Hamilton. Ferrari stock price 
shot up today before it was even announced. It shot up last night with like an unreported like rumor that was swirling just at this potential. If you just like, I don't believe that social media numbers are like one for one, but if you just look at how many followers Lewis Hamilton has versus how many followers the Ferrari account has, like Lewis is three of the entire Ferrari account. So like, is Ferrari a big deal? Yes. But Lewis Hamilton is F1. So I don't believe that Lewis, like, and I believe this about a couple things, because I've seen a lot of people talk about like how Ferrari is not a very diverse organization and they're not very forward thinking about uh, items that Lewis very clearly cares deeply about. I don't believe that Lewis would sign on the dotted line and then put himself in handcuffs, even for a fast car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna I, be able to wear his fashion. He's gonna, honestly, Ferrari's gonna become like an incredibly diverse team in like a year. He's gonna show up and he's gonna be like, "All right, here's what you need to change. Let's do it." And hopefully, everyone listens because I feel like no one at Mercedes was listening, and that's how we ended up here. It's like oh. crazy. Like, this is all going to be really crazy 10 years from now. We're going to look back at this and we're going to see the end of Abu Dhabi and Toto Wolf goes out celebrating and then they don't fight for his championship. And then you have that whole awful, like, Everything. 2022. But, like, even things last year that we all at the time were like, this is so weird. Like, why aren't they going to Lewis's podiums? And then they're like, well, we had to pack up. It's like, well, every other team did too. And, like, everything was has been so tense and it's like crazy that this is where we are. But I don't think, I don't necessarily think any of those things I just mentioned like directly informed this decision or anything. It's just like, I can, I can already start to see the story we're going to tell 10 years from now form to this point. Yeah. There, I have like this like haunting thing behind me that's like, Ferrari strategy just coming in to ruin him of like, all right, we're on plan ZZ. And, oh, we're going to put you on softs. Oh, and it's raining. Oh, no. Like, we didn't know that we should look at the weather. Like, I, I can't. I, you know what? But you I'm know what? Tr- trying to not came focus in. on that. Fred Rosor has come in. He has recruited the best engineers from Red Bull and Mercedes. And then he was able to sign Lewis Hamilton away from Mercedes. Something we never thought would happen. Until I am proven otherwise, I'm going with him. Fred, we trust. I, I want to, I really wholeheartedly want to agree with my tummy hurts. I'm so scared. He fixed the pit stops in like a year, in like half he a did. year. He did. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was just, you know, I don't want to sit. We're never going to be able to, Mercedes is not going to be able to improve their pit stops no matter how fast this car is. I'm not sitting in the pits for seven seconds. I didn't uh, need to rush so fast past um all the sponsored talk though so was there anything else you wanted to talk about there <laughs> no i really just the it was the the le- the i remember feeling like monster that's weird them leaving mercedes is weird and i was just like but then they then we have the contract so that's 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 fine and no i thought the not hearing anything about celsius and stuff at ferrari was just that it was just like you know they didn't do too much with it and that's something we've discussed but yeah, between Monster and Tommy Hilfiger, I'm shocked that we 
weren't. I mean, not shocked because I, this is. How could we see this coming, Nicole? Never. Legitimately never. This has been a day of fan edits. That's something. Again, I saw one tweet that was talking about when the Sky Sports video. It's like, wow, the Sky Sports video is available for me in my country. That's how you know it's serious. <laughs> I tried to look into this today. Like, is this the biggest driver movement that's ever happened? Um, And I didn't get like all the way back. But if you think about every time a driver was signed away, well, so first you have to think about what drivers could possibly be at Lewis's level at this time in his career. And the answer is Schumacher. Like maybe a bigger announcement was when Schumacher came back and started to drive to for Mercedes mm-hmm. but at that point I think everyone kind of knew his career was over but like, like I would love to hear from someone lap. right I, th- I would love to hear from someone like how they felt when that announcement was made and like maybe that didn't feel like a victory lap and it felt bigger um my other comparables were Seb deciding to go to Ferrari after his four championships at Red Bull uh, but again like that means like Seb is great and was great at that time, but he's not Lewis Hamilton after eight world championships. Like, so it's just, it can't be the same. Um, But I guess like similar. And then um, Fernando Alonso making the move to either McLaren or Ferrari at the various points. But again, Mm -hmm. two-time world champion, not the same. (laughs) <laughs> None of this. It's again, Lewis is a kind like one of his own. And I, I, we've experienced like a lot of crazy like sports announcements in our time of life. And nothing has rocked my world this much. Not even like Tom Brady going to the Bucks and like, I, um, I don't, retiring, but not really retiring. And then, yeah. Yeah. Like I, this, the, nothing has like shocked me this much. I like, arguably, this is bigger than the whole oscar tweet fiasco oh for sure of course it's lewis everything's bigger because it's lewis yeah yeah again it was on the elevator screen in my office and i don't work in motorsports i um loved when you texted me today that this is bigger than when the jonas brothers broke up I do have to say with the caveat of thank God the Jonas Brothers got back together or else I think I would feel very differently about that. But I do feel a very similar type of devastation that I did in October of 2013. Um, But slightly potential of hope because I think Lewis is smarter than the Jonas Brothers were in October of 2013. (laughs) All of this stuff says I love you, baby. And like, wait, this is really cute. Oh my god, it's a milkshake with two straws. Oh, the socks showed out. That said, I love you. Those are cute. It's a candle? I'm too bad it's gonna rocked. be his worst selling launch ever. <laughs> what do you mean? This by... is gonna be my merch for the day of Lewis Hamilton rocking my world. Love you <laughs> bunches, and it's roses! <gasps> Wow, this is such a shame that he dropped that this day because this is really some of his best work thus far. I can't believe it. I need a, oh my God, why are the crew necks so expensive? Always, they're always too expensive. I only said the next Enchante like crew neck I'll buy is just FEA when it's restocked. We love Lewis. 
But I think if you're listening to this and you're like, why did Ferrari go after Lewis? Um, here, here is why. He is fast. He is the sport. And there's probably some element of like experience and expertise that he is going to bring that like as great as Charles is, like he's not Lewis. Like there is only a Lewis and of course they would want Lewis. And also I think another driving factor here, like the previous longstanding relationship with Fred like solidifies like that trust and bond with all of those things included. It's like a potential for a really magical pairing. Like, of course, Ferrari wants Lewis. If you're sitting there like, why would Ferrari want Lewis? Like, stop and think about it for like two seconds. He's the greatest driver in the sports history. Of course, he wants, they want Lewis. And he hasn't shown any signs of taking a step back. Apparently, Ferrari chairman John Elkman has been like trying to get Lewis to come drive for them for years. And I think to your point, Fred was probably what made it so they could actually convince Lewis. Like, I think that's the first person in a position of leadership where Lewis would consider leaving that Lewis is like, yeah, I'll go work with you. He versus... doesn't like Edna mode? Oh, I don't think new... they had a relationship. Mattia, no. I call Edna for all of our new yeah. friends. Uh, I just refer to him explicitly as Edna mode. <laughs> that, yeah. Um... No capes. No capes. <laughs> I believe when we were uh, formulating, like, thinking of the idea for this podcast, uh, it was before Mattia was fired, and one of the first sounders we wanted to put in the show was a no cape sounder. And then before the show even started, the <laughs> he was fired. We were oh devastated that we couldn't use this irrelevant. Like so, I I uh, disproportionately root for someone to hire Mattia, not because I actually like personally care, but just because I want to be able to have a no cape sounder. Yeah, I mean, we saw him hanging out with, like, Alpine. I don't know, whatever ended up with that or anything. But we're not here to talk about either of those teams. But, yeah. I mean, it, maybe it's starting to make sense. Or maybe I'm just... I mean, not that it didn't make sense to begin. I don't know. My brain's really trying hard to, like, grasp the changing of my entire reality. Right. So I'm, I'm in the stage I, now of looking for all of the positive signs and why this is only a good thing. Because it's Ferrari. And I, we love Ferrari. We've always, we've liked, we like Ferrari. Sorry, Charles. I don't know. Oh, my jeez. I don't think it's necessarily a good or bad thing. I opened the podcast saying, if Lewis wants to go to Ferrari, then I will support Lewis at Ferrari. My bright spot in all of this, and I've already said this to you, but to everyone listening, hello, thank you for listening. Uh, we... We only thought that we had a Lewis Hamilton contract through 2025. Guess what? As of this morning, we have a Lewis Hamilton contract through at least 2026, which means I went from having guaranteed two years of Lewis Hamilton to a guaranteed three years of Lewis Hamilton. And I, I'm, I'm sure wherever you want to drive Lewis, you do you. My, my money like stash saving up for Silverstone feels a lot happier and right. more like this can actually happen. Because Before we've gained more time. Yeah. Right. But now suddenly my brain is like, huh, are we going to, we're going to have to add like an Italy race, I think. Oh, for sure. So we need to save more money. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. And if anyone wants to sponsor the podcast, we'll make really great content. <laughs> Especially if it's about Lewis. We'll really uh, sell that for you. Um, we're spiraling here. We really do have to talk about what this means for who's going to fill that Mercedes seat and the rest of the F1 silly season. 
God, that the rest of the F1 silly season. Go back to my wish list for the year of I want one. Yeah, I'm this is your fault. I I completely forgot that I was going to lead the show with this. In in our wish list, Nicole was like, I want a silly season. And if you remember my face, I was like, I don't know. What are you wishing for? You're wishing for something. And then I, I calmed down because I was like, Lewis is under contract. It's okay. But no, you put this out into the universe. And if anyone wants to blame anyone for this chaos, Nicole Katz is who I am blaming. And I will say the exact same thing that I said to you today is ah! this is all of my fault. I will take full responsibility if Lewis never wins another championship, but I will also take responsibility if he does win another championship because I manifested it. So no matter what happens, it's my fault. And I'm okay. That I can I can live with that because sometimes we wish for things and then we don't really understand the consequences of our own actions. And I don't think I'll fully understand that for another well, two at least two years. years. Right. But longer, because two years from right now is the beginning of 2026. So I feel like I just need to give myself at least till the end. Oh my god, I'm gonna be like in my 30s. This is bananas. <laughs> Celebrating Nicole's 30th birthday at um, a Lewis Hamilton driving for Ferrari race. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, now on the screen, I have what we know about the 2025 F1 grid. And all we know is that Max Verstappen's gonna be driving for the Red Bull. We know the full Ferrari lineup. We know the full McLaren lineup. We can presume that Stroll will still be driving for Aston Martin and uh, George Russell has a contract at Mercedes and everything else is blank. So I just wanted to give that set up. If you're listening on audio and you want a visual guide to what we're going to be talking about, like pop over to YouTube. All right. You have the floor again. Well, I think I'm going to go with like off the top of my head. I feel like I have three very likely candidates for this seat. For the Mercedes seat? Yes. Okay. For my most likely picks in order of least to most possible of where my brain's going, I'm just gonna say Carlos because everyone else is saying it. And it's just like, ha I ha. Really don't so think I, that's possible. Right. But, but yeah. I just, I'm saying it just because of, like, to your point of like going to different teams and until Audi's around, I don't, but look, I've been shocked today in things that I never thought were gonna happen. So I've seen weird things go down. Mm hmm. Esteban? Mm hmm. Yep. I brought I, that one up. And I am. Pulling for Alex Albon. I I I think yeah. he's the right option. I think he's the right choice. And I think he would be a great I want to see first the driver there. Yeah. Although oh, that made me sound like such a bad person. I'm sorry. <laughs> like maybe they'll be great. I don't know. I that's I also the I'm going to say the disclaimer of that energy coming from you right now was also the realization that we've had to sit with today that most likely the next year that we're going to watch is like team owners being called for like George going to like over Lewis and George getting the preferred like upgrades and changes to his car. And that's like a very likely decision to be happening. And for like Mercedes, it makes sense, like how everything's going right now. And as Lewis Hamilton fans, that's going to be really sucky and painful to watch. So that's kind of also where that's brewing. Well, we've also been through two years of Mercedes, of like the super, yeah. super backing George in a way that we don't believe he deserved. So, yeah, I mean, I was really a George Russell fan until the 2022 season, and now I'm so anti-George Russell. And I just, 
But um, I do, like, of your three options, which I think pulling from the existing grid, I do think those are the three options that make the most yeah. sense. Um, it, throwing out that, like, yeah, of course they could buy someone out of a contract somewhere. Like, they could buy Lando out. I just don't think Lando would do it. But... Uh, yeah, trying I to play think... the easy cards of right. who is on the grid currently that we know is like made it into F1. So because not trying to ignore anyone in like F2 or F3 or like right. other series. Well, we that can circle back F1. to that in a second. Yeah. Um, I think that Alex Albon really deserves another shot at a top team. And I don't think he would want to or ever go back to Red Bull. He's driving for Williams and Williams and Mercedes have a close relationship. So theoretically, Mercedes could just ask for the data to see how Alex is doing. So I think that of drivers currently on the grid, that's the most likely. Um, I know people keep connecting Carlos there, but the reality is I think Carlos is going to end up at stake um, and then... If and then be an Audi works driver just because of the connection with his dad, who's an Audi driver, and like the connections there are really strong. Um, I also I'll throw a flyer out there that I've seen a lot of mock-ups of fans being silly that it's Fernando Alonso might get that seat, and just for the chaos factor, like <laughs> okay, uh, I, I would love to see Fernando Alonso and George Russell out, try to out petty each other. Oh yeah, you're yes. Oh my God, that would be very fun to watch. If I'm like playing this all out and nothing I say now is going to happen because again, Lewis Hamilton is a Ferrari driver. So nothing matters. Like I could see them pulling Alex Albon out of the Williams for 2025 and then putting Kimmy, who is their junior driver that they just had skip F3 and is doing F2 this year. So if he dominates in F2, I could see them putting him in the Williams for 2025, putting Alex in the Mercedes for 2025 and then making a decision between Kimmy, Alex and George and taking two out of the three into the new regulations. Yeah. Cause I think it's not a given that George is going to get an extension. Like everyone's like, George is Mr. Mercedes, but Lewis was kind of beating him pretty resoundingly. And now he has to step up and be a team leader. So we'll just, Lewis Hamilton is a Ferrari driver, so I'm just not taking that as a guarantee. Is Every time I... you say that sentence, I have, like, cognitive dissonance in my Right, head. it doesn't make sense. I had to make the graphic that you're all seeing on your screen in YouTube right now, and I had to put Hamilton next to a Ferrari logo. I was very confused. But I do think that this is going to make 2025 really interesting because there's now, technically speaking, two seats open on like a giant team like you have the other red bull seat and then you have the open mercedes seat in the final year of a regulation set going into a regulation reset like and then that isn't even counting the fact that you have two stake seats that in 2025 the drivers who are going to be driving for stake are going to then be the audi drivers for 2026 which will be a works team and then I don't think it's guaranteed that Fernando Alonso is going to stick with Aston Martin and Honda. So there's a lot of like really good seats open. And then whoever doesn't get all of those I just mentioned, there's still two open Alpine seats, which is still better than like, you know, the past greats or the sister teams. So I'm just, ah, what do you think about Pierre? I've seen that thrown around as in a driver on the grid right now who might end up at Mercedes. 
I think uh, Mercedes would right now say that he would cost too much money. And I don't mean in terms of contract. I mean that in terms of uh, crashing and or penalties <laughs> and or fines and or. Yeah, I don't know. I I think if you're going to pick one of the current Alpine drivers, you're going to pick because they've seen evenly matched. Like you'd pick the one you have a past relationship with. hundred percent. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. Oh, Esteban just seems like so much more of the better fit there. I also just can't see. Pierre, I don't know, that's such a different vibe. The branding doesn't line up for me there. Um, my bet for Alpine would be uh, SD Bessie makes so much more sense. But yeah, I mean, if they're gonna pull again, one of those. I didn't think Tanner would ever you, happen. Chances you think they make a play to try to sign Lando? I think that's very possible. I think that's chances you possible. think it happens. Not zero. I'm not at 50 50 right now. I kind of Chance- really, yeah, we'll keep going. What's the next one? Yeah. Chances you think that McLaren gave Lando Norris a crap ton of money because they actually knew this was coming and they wanted to re-sign Lando as quickly as possible. 100%. One hundo. Someone had an in somewhere, someone knew something and then was like, let's give Mr. Lando lots of money and make him feel very special just in case. But, okay, yeah. last chances. Um, chances we're going to know who fills this Mercedes seat before summer break. No way. I don't okay. think so. Do uh, you think we'll know before summer break? Um, I asked the question because I honestly have zero idea. I just wanted to give you all the hard questions. Yeah, that's always great and fun. Well, now my brain's also thinking that like we didn't get the contract update for George and Lewis until like end of August, August. which is post-summer yeah. break. So, but clearly there was some part of that negotiation that wasn't going well. Cause I, I refuse, this all goes back to, I refuse to believe that everything just dramatically fell apart in five months. Mm-hmm. This is clearly something yeah. that Lewis, at least, I, there must've been, I don't know. I, I just, also like this, just this week, we got an announcement that Lewis's agent changed for all his racing stuff too. Like there's stuff yeah. going down. I need the tell all sooner and we're not going to get it until Lewis retires. Yeah, the tell-all will be many, many years and very, very far away. And hopefully, if we're still doing this podcast in a million years, we'll give you the live reading of all of that and our favorite parts of it. But yeah, the same day, I think we'll get the Lewis Hamilton tell-all novel. The same time, we'll get the Taylor Swift tell-all novel. And then that's all I need. I think we'll get Lewis's first. I think Lewis will retire and we'll get like a six episode Apple TV limited series about the life and times of Lewis Hamilton. Hammer time. I rose. I'm giving you all the names now. Just like still, still I rise or I retired, but I rose. I don't know. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Gridwalk. Thank you to our co-creators, Nicole Katz and Brianna Klein. Thank you to our four-legged executive producers and me, voiceover man. Don't forget to subscribe, like the video, turn on auto-downloads, and leave a review to provide us with a fresh set of tires for the next week's show. You can follow us on social media at Gridwalk Show for daily content. We will be back to walk the Formula One grid every Thursday, and we will see you for the post-Gridwalk debrief in the comments. Today felt like the meme where, the SpongeBob meme, where everything's on fire and he's running around, uh, not a grid walk. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There was no grid walking, there was grid flames, there was grid panic, there was grid refresh, that's that's what today was. 